Baruch Hashem, <clears throat> we begin again with the Chafetz Chaim. Thank you, Hashem, that we have the Chafetz Chaim who came to this world to teach us and to help us how to, how to live as, as proper Jews and how to be careful, how to be careful in our speech, in our thoughts, as we say, oh, perfect timing. As we say that, that our thoughts can sometimes be very negative, and that's a very normal thing, it's a very typical thing for our thoughts to be negative. Someone came over to me at the Zusha concert and asked me, someone who I never met before, and he asked me how to see the good. He asked me, he wants to see the good in other people. Just that alone was so incredible. He says he struggles so much to see the good in other people. And I told him, okay, welcome to the club. You know, it's something that we all struggle with. We all struggle with seeing the good in others, seeing the good in ourselves. And what we have to do, all we can do is try. All we can do is push ourselves to try and see the good in other people. That's all we can do. To see the good in somebody, to see the good in yourself is very challenging. All we could do is try as best as we can to see the good and to find the good. As we say over and over, finding is when you can't, when you lost something, when you don't see it. And every day of our life, we want to try and find the good. Every day, we want to try and see the good in every Jew. We want to try and see me ha'isha chavetz chaim as the chavetz chaim as we we're gonna see oyev yamim liros tov to be a person who lives his life to see the good says the chavetz chaim we're in purity of speech day twenty five a smile I mean he doesn't say this but this is the hakdama I think this is very important day twenty five a smile a reassuring nod a warm wink do we truly grasp the extent of their power. I, j- I also just want to say one more thing. Oh, Shalom there. I want to say one more thing, and that is... Oh, sorry. Put that mayor here. Put that mayor here. I do want to say one thing. A few people came over to me and told me. I was so, so, so proud to hear this. A few of the chevra told me that during Benazmanim, when they were eating at other people's houses, and they were in different places that they were, they tried to learn and tried to speak out the Hilchus, uh, you know, try and speak out Hilchus Lashon Hara to go ahead. I know I got a call from one, one Hever when Morty Aretz was around. Some guys were eating out and I got a call um, and I made a copy of the Sefer and sent it to them and Chaim Ekhaus went and, uh, and uh, read it and at the meal during Benazmanim, I think it was on Sukkot, I think it was, sitting around in a restaurant in Yerushalayim talking about the halachas of Lashon Hara. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you, Michal. Yeah, right? That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. I was, so prou- I was so proud to say that this is something that it's not a campaign. You know, they have campaigns of, of oh, Chaim, I was just talking about you. Right, when was that? That was on Sukkis or was, when was that? It was on Sukkis? Or it was Cholomite Sukkis. So I, I want to just say this very clearly. It's not a campaign. We're not giving out bumper stickers and I'm not going against any of the 
you know, all the paraphernalia and the, and the bracelets, Lashon Hara Lo those are amazing, amazing things. They're amazing campaigns to have bumper stickers and to have all those things. Those are very, very helpful to bring awareness. But the only way ultimately for a person to be makbid on Lashon Hara is the Chavetz Chaim didn't say go ahead and wear a bracelet. Chavetz Chaim didn't say put a bumper sticker on your car. And again, wear a bracelet, put a bumper sticker on your car. That's not the point. The point is to learn the halachas every day. And when you're at a meal, when you're at a meal, I know, I know Baruch Shem, I could just say, it's something like we went, on, we went away this, this Shabbos um, up north, and when we were packing, just want to tell everyone, we're on the way, and we're like, okay, what did we, did we bring everything? You know how that feeling is, you know, it still happens when you get older, wait till you have kids in a family, there's even more stuff you could, you could forget, you know, you make sure all the kids are in the car and all that stuff, right? <laughs> but that's what happens when you get older, and you're still, it's not, uh, now, what do, you, what do you forget already? Your cell phone, that's the only thing you're worried about if you forgot, right? But ultimately, we're driving up, and me and my wife, in the middle, we're like, oh my gosh, I'm not saying this real, we're like, oh, we forgot purity of speech. Why? Because we're going to be up, up uh, for a few days together and we're going to be eating meals and we try in every meal to do purity of speech. So what do we do? My daughter and my son-in-law were coming from uh, Givat Zev. They were coming from a little bit before. They, don't, they didn't have the purity of speech, the English one. My son-in-law, they had the Shemir Salashen, the actual Shemir Salashen from the Chavetz Chaim and he brought it up. We said, please bring it up. So why am I saying that? I'm just saying that, that it's got to be part of our life. It's got to be part of our life. It's got to be part of your life. No matter what you're doing in life, I can guarantee everybody here, besides like we say, man boichai, man boichai. Forget about oilam haba. Forget about what you're going to get in oilam haba. Or what a person gets, chas shalom, when he's not makbid. Oilam haza. Just to live, and you all know, we all know how easy it is. You go a day without the halachas of Lashon Hara. You go two days without the sensitivity. In one second, you could start slipping up. When you sit together and you talk the Hilchas Lashon Hara, then there is a tremendous awareness. So it says, so let's, let's learn, day 25. A smile, a nod, a warm wink has tremendous power. Despairing hearts can be touched, crushed, Spirits can be uplifted, and broken lives can be amended by what? By a smile. You go over to somebody, you don't have to say anything. You go over to somebody. What a shame to misuse our facial expressions. Do we truly grasp the extent of the damage they can cause? In Parshas Vayichi it says, With one's nose, one can kill a man. Kiba'apam. Hargu ish. You hear this? Yes. Just by turning up your nose, you can cause untold harm. If one person is present, and this is one of the halachas that the Chavetz Chaim says, and he notices, he could suffer needless humiliation, even if the person is not present. By turning up one's nose at the mention of his name, hello, one can ruin the person's reputation in Society. Okay. Speaking Lashonara, here's the halacha. Speaking Lashonara when it is forbidden, even when you don't even say anything, causing humiliation, shame, or financial harm to another Jew is forbidden, even, here he goes, one can be over the Aver of Lashonara without even saying a word. How? By smirking, 
turning up one's nose or winking in a negative manner. For example, you're talking on the phone with your principal and you smirk to your friend in regard to the principal. You're talking on your phone to a friend of yours, right? So what do you do? You roll your eyes. You're talking to your mother. You're talking to somebody. You're like, oh gosh. Uh. So you didn't say anything. Well, you don't say, oh gosh. You just roll your eyes. That is Lashonara. I'm going to say something as he's going to say right now. In the midst of listening to a speech, you wink to your friend in reference to the speaker or to your chevra. Right? You go ahead and you wink. A guy says a comment and you go ahead and you say, oh. You know, you see... You, you wink, you wink, you say something. If the above-mentioned facial expressions are performed in a negative fashion, they are pure Lashon Hara. Ready for this? This, I think, is even more prevalent because soon people are not going to talk on the phones. Basically, right, what do they say? If you want to scare somebody nowadays, you give them a call. Right? People are, right? That's, uh, people WhatsApp and they do everything through typing. Another form of Lashon Hara, right, very important, which can be performed is, yes, Rolling your eyes. You make a, you go, someone's saying, Ribzav, you don't know from these things. Ribzav knows from these things. Ribzav's a tzad. Ribzav knows from these things. Us, us, me, right? Sometimes you're, you're upset at somebody, something like this, and someone, someone comes over, and the guy's talking loud, or he's saying something that you want to say. So you're afraid, you go, you know, you, you make a, a facial expression about the guy. Oh, there he goes again. There he goes again. So even though you didn't say something, but uh, you could hurt somebody very, and so too it's the opposite. So too it's the opposite. They say, what's the smichas in Perkyavos? It says, have a mikabel as kol adam besever panim yafos. It says, I'm sorry. It says, emor ma'ad vasei harbei. Say little and do a lot. Emor ma'ad vasei harbei. Say little and do a lot. Have a mikabel as kol adam besever panim yafos. And greet everybody with a smile. So I remember, uh, I heard this shot over 20 years ago. Someone said, what's the smichas? What's the connection between, between saying a little and doing a lot and smiling at someone? So the smichas is, that's saying a little and doing a lot by smiling at somebody. You smile at somebody, you smile at somebody, you can change, you, you, you're, you're in a bad mood. People, right, what does it say in the parish of Yosef at Tzadik? It says, he saw, he saw in the, in the jail that the guy, his panim was off. You could tell a person, panim is malushan panim. Panim, the outside, is a reflection on the inside. When somebody has a good inside, he can shine on the outside. And it makes a very big difference. Now, with writing, yes, Noam? Just to point out that Mishnah was said by Shammai, and everyone always viewed Shammai as like, Pill and Shammai, one's nice, one's mean, but the Mishnah was said by Oh, very nice. I know that. Very nice. Good. Good point. Beautiful. Well said. Thank you. Beautiful. So the pshah is, oh, let's see. Shalom. So the pshah is like this. Someone asked me the shaila that it was written on, the, on, on one of the WhatsApp groups. Right? It was written that somebody said something negative. Now, if you have on the WhatsApp group, you have hundreds of people reading a WhatsApp. And, and one of the challenges that we have in our generation is the fact that you could say something very quickly. Now they have delete. Right? I had a meeting last night. No, I'll tell you, I'll just share, I'll just share with you something very personal that happened to me last night. I had like a, a three-hour meeting last night from like 7 till 10, 7.30 till 10.30. It was a very intense meeting with like five other people. Very intense meeting. 
And, and after the meeting, you know, uh, there, were, there were feelings that I had about certain things that were in the meeting, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and uh, I wanted to express it. I expressed it in the meeting. And then two of the people sent me a WhatsApp to, to ask me something about the meeting. And what I did was, right away, I wasn't with them. They were in America. wasn't with them. Right away, I left a message. And it was fine. But it was a very raw, fresh message that I had sent. It was raw because it was in the moment. And Baruch Hashem, I could just say, it wasn't a negative. It wasn't Lashon Hara. I'm saying what I, what I did afterwards was I deleted the message. Why did I delete the message? Right afterwards, right? Before, it was, uh, before he listened to it. He wasn't, I don't think it was, he wasn't really online waiting to listen, but I, I left a message of a feeling. He left me a message, so I responded, and I deleted it right away, and this is why I deleted it. I said, I said to myself, if I was not able to communicate that as quickly as I could have communicated that, and I had to call him, and I had to wait till I got home, I had to eat supper. Then I had to process. Then I had to call him normally. Now, this is already with phones. Could you imagine what it used to be with before phones, where you would ha actually have to speak to somebody in person? What that does is it causes time, and it causes process, and it causes your emotions. Now, the morning after, and I ended up, I was so proud of myself. I sent him a message. Then I sent another message, like 10 minutes later. And I'm like, and then I said to myself, Yoni, just stop sending messages. Wait till tomorrow and you'll send any message. Why did I do that? Because when you're in the moment, when you're in the moment, it's very hot and you, you, you react a certain way. And we live in a generation with WhatsApp and with, with a group where somebody could just see something funny or do something and then you say something and bam, you have hundreds of people who are seeing this one thing. Now, it could be a Mila. You could say, oh, great guy. Okay, you just got ding, 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 ding. But it's also could be very, very, very dangerous. If you're frustrated at someone or at something, you could easily write it, and Hashem should protect us because we're learning the halachas. Chavetz Chaim promises us if we learn the halachas, it'll help us with Lashon Hara. But I'm just telling everyone, I'm talking to myself, as I just illustrated a story that happened to me last night. That was already a voice note. You could type very quickly. To be very, 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 very careful. Very careful, because if you write something, I know a guy, I've said this before, I know, I mean, I can't say too much about, about him, because figure out, I know somebody who told me, I remember he told me that he, 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 he got divorced. He got divorced, a lot of his divorce, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that this happens to everybody, but he says a lot of it, was when he was distant with the person and then they were writing back and forth and the communication of writing something sometimes could be so much more powerful in a negative way than when you talk to someone. When you say something, when you just write something, it could be so, so powerful. It's so dangerous, so dangerous. It could be misconstrued. It could be understood in a much stronger way it's a very, very careful thing. In our generation, we just have to be aware and careful. As the Chavetz Chaim, Hilchus Lashon Hara, Aleph Ches, he says, writing Lashon Hara is just as much as saying Lashon Hara. Now, I'm not anyone who could say something like this, but it could be I'm just going to vouch to maybe say, in a certain way, it could be even worse when you write it, especially if there are 10 minutes. I don't know how long you have till it, till it deletes. So you can't delete it anymore. I've had situations where guys have posted stuff, and I personally will reach out to them, and I'll tell them, I think what you posted was inappropriate. 
I've had that happen over here. In, in our chat, sometimes I'll, I'll say that. And someone will say, oh, yes, you're right, I hear, I'm a cobble, but it's too late, I can't delete it. The time, I don't know how long you have to delete it. But I'm saying, that means that what you said and what you wrote, now, of course, when you say something, also, it stays forever. And also, with writing, there's no face expression, so you could be joking, but no one knows that. Correct, really, correct. I sin with that a lot. Right. And also, just to say, Rabbi, I see that you brought that up. Jo- the Chavetz Chaim says it straight out. Joking doesn't doesn't trump the lashon hara. So I even if you're, I gotta talk to the Chavetz. <laughs> you were just there. You were just there, Rabbi. But the pshat is, the pshat is, is that is that all we can do, all we can do, all we can do is do what we're doing. Yes, more more Mordechai. <coughs> Idea of what Svi We gotta get your table over there, Mora. You can't. We can't start shit like this. Gotta get in your corner. I got set up. <laughs> the Gaba, yes, the Gaba. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, even like I believe I heard this from Rabbi last year um, that the fact like when there's like a like a sim call or whatever it is, like anything you're doing, like. Texting's like second hand. Like no one like you know, like from personal experience when you're wishing someone a mazatov or like you wanna you're 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 doing something that that the norm to say is to text it, it's not as heartfelt as when you see the person. Even even if like for Correct. example if someone would get it and have a sim call and you would see him only in two weeks. If you like see the guy and you tell him Mazdov like straight to his face, right? It's much. It's a whole different game. Yeah, right. Like right. 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 Listen, that's part of that. Listen, it's part of the challenge of our generation, is that um, you know the the world of communication has become you know watered down. That's a different conversation, more for Masil Shisharm, but it's true what you're saying. It's very difficult. People have difficulty communicating because they don't have to. They could. Uh, you know, I saw someone this morning on the Moshav, Amish, on this beautiful, beautiful Moshav that's tucked away from the craziness of the world. But I saw a kid walking. Tapping. Saw a kid walking, beautiful little child, walking, and he was holding his phone, whatever it was, and he was walking like this with his phone. And I just said, I'm on the Moshav. I'm not in uh, a city. I'm on a peaceful you know, place. I feel bad sometimes because I, when I leave my messages, it's when I'm walking. Like, I don't want people to think I'm on the phone when I'm walking. Sometimes it does take away from my ability to just be present because of the communication. You're right, Morty. You're right. It's, a, it's something to be aware of. Hashem should help each and every one of us. Any other questions, comments about this? Very, very important in, in our growth as uh, in our generation, as our growth and our sensitivity with our WhatsApps and what we write and how we communicate. So Hashem should help each and every one of us to be machazik, that even if you've spoken Lashon Hara, and even if you've fallen, especially that we're coming off of Bein Azmanim, we're coming off of being with a lot of people, sometimes you could be in situations that are difficult. When it comes to Lashon Hara, the key is to try today, every day, to try and strengthen ourselves with our limud, with our learning of the halachas. That's all we can do. I know Reb Tzvi, I saw in his house, you know, I know his Rebetzin is someone who's, who, who does the halachas, Lashon Hara, many, many times, over and over. We, we Let us all have a year, all of us together. Let us have a zman. 
Uh, we don't talk any Lashon Hara. It doesn't matter if you're in the dorm room. It doesn't matter if you're in the dining room. Allah has come, come up for sure if you're in the base medrash. But not to speak bad about anyone. And you know what's the greatest feeling? I've had this a few times recently. The greatest feeling you have is when you're able to speak Lashon Hara and you don't say anything. It's obviously one of the hardest things to do. But as the Gra says, as the Chavetz Chaim says, it says, when a person does that, he's zoicha to something that you can't even imagine. They say daven at that moment right afterwards. When you go ahead and you're like, ah, oh, I want to say something, or you want to have a, have a comment back. Someone says something to you, oh, Yankul is such a blah, 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 blah. Instead of you agreeing with it, blah, 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 and you just shut your mouth and you, and you move on. Oh, some karaba. Right. Oh, now we can, now we can, uh, perfect timing for Masil Jasharim. Perfect timing. Hi, what was that last thing? I'm sorry, that, uh, right, when you're right, so make a bracha. Say a bracha. If someone's saying, oh, Yankel, I'll get to you in a second, Ari. Right? Make a, maybe you, you have that one moment where you're going to, someone says that comment, you're going to say something you don't. I promise everybody here, at that moment, there's such shefa coming your way. Just at that moment, then daven for the shidduch. Daven for money. Daven for, for siyata deshmaya and something. I'm telling you, it works. I'm telling you, it works. When you're in that moment, when you're in that moment, and, you, and you're ready to say something, you don't say something, you are so connected. It's the same thing with Shmir Sinayim. Same thing with Shmir Sinayim. If you have a moment where you want to, you know, look at something, you want to, or not, you want to. The Yitzhahara wants you to. Your body wants to. Deep down, you don't want to. But you get stuck in a situation where this, and you're able to be kovish yourself. At those moments, are such holy moments to daven, to daven for things. I'm telling you, it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a tremendous thing. Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, so Rebbe was saying that like, like, you have to work on uh, not speaking lashon hara. So I was thinking, you know, the way to overcome that, I think, for most people, is by thinking positively, right? Or trying, right? Um, so I just want to know what's like the first step of positive thinking. Right, so I don't mean to be so cliche about this, yeah. but if you come every day, yeah. not that you don't, yeah. but if somebody comes every day, and we talk about this every day, then it'll strengthen you. It's just like taking a shower. Oh, I took a shower yesterday. Doesn't matter. Every day. I think Yehuda, you were Maisif. Who was Maisif? When you're hot and you're Rav Yehuda. Right? He added that the pshat is, right? The pshat is, is that, is that when it's very hot outside, you sometimes have to take showers a few times a day. We're in a generation, we're in a generation, right? In my day, just like in my day, nobody took a shower on Yom Tif. Nobody. Nobody took a shower on Yom Tif. It wasn't even a shaila. Yeah, I'm saying it wasn't a thing that people did in my day. I'm not that, that much older. Nowadays, it's almost like it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's part of the Oyni Yomtev to take a shower. Okay, Seder, I'm not getting into the halachic things. You're, you're allowed to. There are different ways to do it. You have to be careful. But why am I saying that? Because we're in a generation where you have, to, you have to know your generation. We're in a very negative generation. Very negative. People have a lot going on in their head. A lot of negativity in their head. A lot of negativity. Why that is, that's a different conversation. People are very, very negative. A guy could sit, he could, have, he could have three meals a day, he could have all the money he needs, he could have everything perfect, but his head is negative, 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 negative. That's one of the nisyonis of our generation. Okay? Could be they were back negative and back in the day also, but 
But uh, they didn't have a choice, and they had to be positive. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what was. This is our generation. Our generation. So the way to combat that, that I've experienced, the way to combat negativity is not by uprooting the negativity. It's by planting positivity. Plant and plant as much as you can. Correct. Plant as much as you can, as much gratefulness, as much thankfulness, as much positivity. Like I told you, I every, I mean, I'm a little behind. I mean, this morning I started. I don't know why I wait till this man. I'm saying every morning to leave Yitzi uh, a WhatsApp message. And this morning, I'll be honest with you, this morning I was so not in the mood to do it because I haven't done it in a couple weeks. I was so not in the mood. I'm sitting there, I'm tired. You know when you come off a vacation, you're even more, you need another vacation for some reason. Your body's like all like whatever. I'm sitting there walking, I'm like, oh, well, I have to leave you to see a message this morning. So Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, what I did was, I don't know if you listened to the message yet, Baruch Hashem, what I did was, Yitzi left me a message already, and he left me a message that I didn't even listen to yet, that I listened to already, so I listened to two, and one of my thankfulnesses that I left him was by me listening to him being thankful. See, that I'm pr- now that I'm realizing I'm proud of myself, because what did I do? I says, I'm not going to leave a message. I'm not in the mood. But what I could do is I could listen to his message. And I started listening to his gratefulness. So then I went ahead. You'll hear the message. I was grateful that by hearing someone be grateful made me feel more grateful. So it was great. It worked out. So the only reason I'm saying that is that we got to try whatever we can. We have to try whatever we can to every day. And then you get this chus because I left my wife a message too. So Baruch Hashem, I wasn't planning on doing that either. Right? But what? I get involved. What do you mean? You are involved. What does that mean? It's not, just, uh, it's not just forwarding. It's not like a group of that. It's part of it's, uh, Yes, okay. Yes. You send it. Send it. You're. you're <laughs> yes. Well, t- yes. Yehuda. I'll be Okay. I didn't mean that in. Uh, I didn't mean that. Okay, yes. Avi. 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 Wow. Somebody have a watch? I could just borrow because I don't have the clock. Oh, yeah, right? That's what someone said. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead, Avi. Right. Right. Well, I like what Avi's saying. Part of that, part of that, what Avi's saying is something we speak about all the time, which is hurt people hurt people, right? Love, love people, love people. They don't say that also. Love people, love people also. If I, if I have it, I give it. If I have hurt, I'm going to give hurt. If I have love, I'm going to give love. If I have positivity, I'm going to give positivity. So that's how you create within yourself positivity is by being positive to yourself and being more loving to, to yourself. That's, how, that's, where, that's where really where, where, where that's what people don't forget about that. They forget they forget, yeah? Yes. The whole thing? Hurt, meaning, meaning we ha- what, we, what we have, what we, what we give is what we have. 
So if I have neg negativity, I give negativity. A negative person has negativity. A positive person owns positivity, has positivity. A loving person lo loves. Why? Because he has what to give of love. Right? That's, that's what happens. So all what we're saying over here is that when you build yourself and you build positivity within yourself, then that's when you become a positive person and you're able to overflow. People who speak Lashon Hara are negative people within themselves. Mitzora is Malashan Motsi Ra. He brings out the Ra within himself. He doesn't really, not, he's not really dissing that guy. He's really inside has Ra and he takes out that Ra and throws it at that guy. The gun. It's not the guy, exactly. He's holding a loaded gun. It's not the guy. You know what the Rai is? Because if you take away that guy who's talking Lashonara about, he'll find another guy to talk Lashonara. Why is he finding people to talk bad about? Because his essence is not his essence. He's filled with negativity, and he needs to spew that negativity somewhere because he can't handle his own negativity. But when a person works on his own personal positivity, which is a separate conversation of how to do that. Then he builds himself up as a person who is a positive, loving person. And then anything he touches, it's like, I don't know if you guys know King Midas. Back in the day, we had somebody called King Midas, that everything he touched turned to gold. Right? Good deal. Well, until he touched a person, and the person turned to gold. Right? Exactly. So what happened? What's King Midas? Everything you touch turns to what you are. If you're a positive person, oh, it's positivity. Negative person, oh, negativity. Okay, yes, let's wrap up because I want to start. Ms. Silsa Charm, yes, Ellen. Yeah. When you're, a loving when you're loving inside, you're loving outside, and that attracts loving people, and it's right. a circle of right. everybody feeding off each other. That's because she loves Mmm. Then Elias. Beautiful. He said that's what this yeshiva is. He's right. Baruch Hashem. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. We had a story to end this off about how we got to think about each other. Yes. They said two guys were camping in the woods and they heard noise in the middle of the night so they peeked out the tent and they saw a big grizzly there. Right. So one of them started putting his sneakers on so his friend said, what are you doing? We can't outrun the bear. The only person I have to outrun is you. Ah, very good. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Shkaya Very good. Very good. I like that. You want to say something? Okay. Hashem should help us as we're going to begin. We have a few minutes to begin. I'm so excited to begin. I'm actually going to going to uh, start um, in another place with Mesil Shisharim. Um, Hashem should help us all not to speak any lashon hara. We should only speak good about people. And every day to try as best as we can to learn the halachas, no matter what, no matter where you are. And through that will be zocha to all the segulas and all the blessings of man b'aychai, man b'aychai, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. I, I decided, this was a hard thing for me to decide, but uh, I decided to continue, or actually to, because to, we really last year we left off in Perak Yudtes, the last Masil Shisharim, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember basically what we were talking about. So I decided that I really want to continue, and I think it's very important. It's important that we talk about these prakim. And that is Perakutes and Bchelkeya Chasidus, which then goes into Anova, Yiraschet, and Kedusha. Those are things that we really 
don't always get a chance to talk about because we're always with Zahiris and Zrizus and Nikias, and it's so important to talk about these aspects that the Ramchal is teaching us, especially in Hasidus. So I'm starting, just for those who have a Masil Susharim, I'm starting and for, I encourage everyone uh, to get a Masil Susharim just to follow at least the overall flow. And we're starting from where the Ramchal, it's about two pages in Parakites. If you want to bring me it, I'll show it to you where it is. But basically, what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the pillars of being a Jew. Hasidus in general, again, as we say many times, Hasidus has nothing to do with Hasidim. Not that Hasidim can't be Hasid uh, in Ramchal, but it has nothing to do with um, Hasidim. Chasidus, one second, your test. Here we go. Here we go. Where does he say this? How come he doesn't have it here? Oh, here we go. He has a different Lashon. Okay? Um, so again, let's just understand. When the Nesil Shisharm starts off with Yesoda Chasidus, Bishorish, everyone has to understand this as a Jew. What does that mean, Yesoda Chasidus? What does that mean, the foundation of Chasidus? What does that mean? So the Baal Shem Tov was in the late 1600s, the 1600s. That's Chasidim. That's, that, that's not Chasidus. Chasidus is, the Gemara talks about, to be a chassid. The Mishnayas talk about to be a chassid. A chassid is what the Ramchal is referring to. A chassid is somebody who lives as a Jew, as an ultimate Jew. What's an ultimate Jew? An ultimate Jew is somebody that we're going to learn about right now, how to be an ultimate Jew. So the Ramchal teaches us that there are two pillars to be an ultimate Jew. Pillar number one is to have Yira, and pillar number two what was that, that was, so Sruli just said Yira, fear. I don't want to translate Yira as fear because that's only one level of Yira. And the Ramchal does not start with that level. There's Yira, let's not translate it. And then there's Ahava, which I also don't want to translate because people say love. But love, our connection to love could be from the movies. So I don't want to translate it as love and I don't want to translate it as fear. I want to translate it as Nothing yet. There's Yira and there's Ahava. So two pillars to be a Jew is I need to have Yira and I need to have Ava. Let the Ramchal teach us what those are. Says the Ramchal. You have it, Rabbi Huda? Yeah, done. Beautiful. We have to have fear of love. No. Oh, so let's learn. Let's learn. Let's learn it. Bechlala Yira. There are three elements. There are three elements, and what does the Ramchal say before that? There's shnei amudei avoda amitish tzulasim lotikon klal. You cannot have Judaism without these two pillars. 
Judaism doesn't work without these two pillars. Here goes number one. What does Yira include? It means hahachna milfanov yisbarach. I am humble in front of God. One. That's number one. We're going to talk about all these in depth. Let's understand it. Number one is I'm humble in front of God. Number two, haboshet bekrovel avodaso. I have a little bit of an embarrassment. I have a little bit of a self-consciousness when I am coming close to serving. That's number two. Number three is hakavod anasel mitzosav alshmoyus baruch ve'el torasel. Number three is I honor the mitzvos and I honor the Torah. Okay? So we have three aspects to Yira. Notice, he did not say anything about being pu- punished. He didn't say you're only afraid at, that you're afraid of punishment. Let's, 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 let's let him walk us through this. Let's let the Ramchal walk us through this. Okay, everybody good? The third thing is, is you honor the Torah and you honor the mitzvahs. Number one is, I'm humble in front of God. I'm humble. I'm humble in front of God. Number two is, I have a little bit of, a, of an embarrassment, right? Let me give an example. Habosha's Bekrovel of Adasa. Now, the Ramchal is going to give examples to all these. But just to give a little, uh, a little uh, understanding, Habosha's Bekrovel of Adasa, I think he's going to speak about this, is that when you're davening, right, a person can sit there and daven, and he's going to daven in a chair and keep his feet up, and he's going to daven, oh, Hashem, Hashem, Hashem. Right, there's certain halachas that when you daven, right? Imagine a guy on Yom Kippur doing alchei. Part of the reasons on, on Yom Kippur you're supposed to bend over is because there's a, there's, a, there's a humility, there's an embarrassment. When I'm davening, I'm in front of Hashem. I'm not just all, you know, relaxed about it. <clears throat> That's number two. And number three is I honor the mitzvahs, I give respect to the mitzvahs, I give respect to his Torah. Okay, That's yira. Nothing about being punished. Ahava. Yeah, you could challenge. What, 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 you're, is I'm saying it's, it's, we're starting in Paragutas. We we no, but he's going to talk about that in Paragutas also. Okay. Yes, okay. Bechlala Ahava. Bechlala Ahava, love. Let's talk about love. Ready for this? I'm sorry, my bad. Ahava. Listen to what he says. Ahava is ready for number one. Ready for number one? What's number one in Ahava? Simcha, happiness, or simcha. I don't want to call it happiness. Simcha. Number two is dveikus, which also is very misunderstood, what dveikus is. And number three is kinah. Kinah here does not mean jealousy. It's sort of jealousy, but basically it means that you, like your little brother, someone in school messes with your little brother, right? It creates a certain feeling within you you're messing with my little brother. You're messing with my little sister. That's like a certain kinah, which we're going to talk about all these things. But in order to be a full-fledged Jew, you need to have these six elements. What, what's the kinah? Why? What's, well, it's a feeling with God, which we'll talk about, where it bothers you that, that somebody is, if somebody would go ahead, chas v'shalom, someone would go ahead and stand in front of the Aron Korosh or chas v'shalom, do something negative to a safer and throw it down, you'd be like, whoa, whoa, that's, that's, that's kind of, there's a feeling that you get and there's a sense of 
protecting God, which we'll talk about. He says, Va'ata nevar. Now we're going to explain them. Echad be'echad. Let's talk about each one, one at a time. So let's begin. Ready? We ready to begin? Hine, number one. Hine ikur hayira. And he's not saying this because he's on your test, because he would say that. He would say that. He would say that. He's saying ikur hayira. Doesn't need to. We already learned about it. Okay, good. Ikur Correct. But Ikur Ayira, he says. Ikur Ayira. The main Yira for a person to have is Yiras Haromimus. The main Yira for a person to have is Yiras Haromimus. That what? What does that mean? What does it mean, Yiras Haromimus? Shetzarach Adam Lachshav Bodem Espala Osa Mitzvah. That when I'm davening or I'm doing a mitzvah, Ki Livnei Melech Malche Amlachem Umespalo Osa Amaisa Hu. Ready for this? Awareness, as Rabbi Yitzchak from Barditchev says, while they were davening, Rabbi Zai, stop davening. Don't forget that there's a God while they're davening. What does that mean? It means when I'm putting on tefillin, who am I putting on tefillin for? When I'm learning Torah, who am I learning Torah for? When I'm going ahead and I'm doing anything that I'm doing, who am I doing it for? Why? Why am I doing it? That's it. It's just like that is what you're... Yiras Haromimus. He says, he says, Iker Ayira Shetzaragadam Lachshabodam Espalo Osa Mitzah, Kilvei Melacham Lachem Espalo Osa Maisahu. Yes. Humashizer Atanuk Sha'atam Espalo, Da Lifnei Atam Espalo. Parenthetically, and maybe Simcharaba could answer this kasha, I'd love for anyone to answer this kasha. In the Hakadama, when he brings this, he uses, and Yehuda, I don't know if there are any notes from, from the past, I don't think we did this together, could be we did do this together, but you could be medayik from the Hakadama, from the introduction, the Ramchal also says, O Ba'asko Talmudo, when, when a person is learning. I'm not sure why he left that out over here. If someone can answer that, I would love to hear their insights and why. Over there he says, V'yevosh hayira ziris I'm reading from the introduction. And he will be Yira Milfanov Kamosh Yira Milfay Melch Gadol Venora, and he'll be embarrassed. Kolshkein Bedabro Lufanov Betfila, O Baosko Betoroso. Over here he doesn't say that. I have no idea why he doesn't say it over here, or I have no idea why he said it over there, but it's different than what he says over here. Okay? But either way, what does it mean? What it means is you have an awareness of God. To be a Jew, it means that you have an awareness of God. When you are, when you are entering Shabbos, you know why am I entering Shabbos. When I'm learning Torah, you know why you're learning Torah. That brings an awareness. When I'm putting all my tefillin, when I'm doing whatever I'm doing, I'm bringing an awareness of God with me. Hine. Here he goes. Yeah, we'll do this for a few minutes and we'll wrap this up today. Hine. Had you get to this? So who said that? So Rabbi Yehuda just said, oh, that's it? The answer is yes. Now he's going to teach us. Thank God we have the Ramchal. Thank God for the Ramchal. The Mesil Sharm is now going to teach us what to do. So here he goes. One of my favorite steps. And we're going to end off with this step. And it's going to make some people uncomfortable. But t- tough noogie, sorry to say that. I'm reading straight from the Mesil Sharm. Straight from the Mesil Sharm. I did not make this up on my own. Here we go. Here it goes. One of my favorite paragraphs of the Mesil Sharm. Ha'echad. Shu omed mamish that you are literally having a conversation with God, even though you can't see Him. What you're doing is, you are, we'll call it, 
hispodidus. What does that mean? You're literally having a conversation with Hashem. That's what you're doing. You're literally talking to Him. Hi, Hashem. When? I know when I... Uh, good. good. Good question. Let's say when you're davening. Let's start with that. That you're literally... right. I know when I start doing that, I don't do it as often as I'd like to do it. I know when I start it, it naturally happens. I'm like... Hi, Hashem. Hi, how are you? And then I feel stupid. I said, how are you? What a stupid question. What do you mean, how are you? I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. Well, I'm trying to connect. And then you get a little bit uncomfortable, but you start. You start. Hi. Hi. I'm here. And you start. That's what he says. Visira. This is how he starts off with what era is, guys. This is what he starts off with era. He says, Visira. Because most people, they start off with Yira. I'm saying this to make a point. Most people start off with Yira as truly, and you didn't say anything wrong. Shruli's a big tzaddik, and he's right. Shruli said, oh, fear. Ari was saying, fear. We all say fear. He, he didn't say that. That's not what he's saying where Yira begins. Yira begins with having a conversation with Hashem. And then he says, wait, it's hard to do this. Why is it hard to do this? Because... He says, Hashem, right? We have five senses, right? Uh, hearing, seeing, smelling, tasting, touching. Hashem, you can't see him, you can't hear him, you can't taste him, you can't touch him, and you can't smell him. So I live in a dimensional world where that's the existence of myself. How am I supposed to connect to God if he's none of those? So the Ramchal understood that. He says, Omnam. However, if you, I don't know how they translate that, somebody who is a sound of mind person, which means it's okay, it's okay, you have a little bit of a brain up there. With a little concentration, a little focus, you can create, you can create this image, mamish, that you're literally having a conversation with God, with Hashem, and you are actually asking Him for something. And you're having a give and take with Him. From He Himself you're talking, Hashem, this is what I need. Hashem, this is what I need. Hashem, this is what I need. And you're literally having a conversation, which I think I have a, a good story. Listen to what he says, and then we'll finish off with this. We'll wrap this up. This is so powerful. Again, Yira. This is Yira, guys. Yira. Vehu Yisbara. Here we go. This is the favorite line. Shmoy Mazinlo. He's listening to you. Umakshiv Lidvarov. And he's paying attention. He doesn't have ADD, and he's not on his phone. He's giving you total attention. He's totally concerned and wants to hear from you. Kasher yedaber ish el reyehu. Not like a father to a son, not like a king to a servant, but rather like a real close friend is listening. That's the first step, Yehuda, as you said, Rav Yehuda, of Yira. Reyehu makshiv v'shomeya elov. And his friend is actually listening to him. I'll just say one story and then I'll give it over to you and then we'll wrap it up. The story is, I apologize if I said this story before, but it happened to me in the summer where I needed to get, um, it was something happened with, with, with the office 
where they usually tell me how much money I need to raise at a certain amount of times, and there was a mistake that by this time of the month, I needed to raise this amount of money. Usually, I, it's not as much as, you know, sometimes it's a lot of money. But this time, I get a phone call, and I was in America. So Israel's seven hours ahead, so I'm already seven hours behind. And I get a message, I need to come up by tomorrow or the following day because we have to pay back somebody, a loan that I borrowed money from someone, $40,000. That's what I was told. Got a message, $40,000 I got to come up with in a day or two. Okay, what's the first thing that comes to my mind? First thing that comes to my mind, who am I reaching out to? I got this message, so it was about 7 o'clock in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, something like that, in America, which was about 2 in the afternoon in Israel, where I got it from the office. So the natural thing is, I was actually on my way to davening, and my natural thing is, Baruch Shem, like we spoke before, we have WhatsApp, and we have different devices. So I said, on my way to davening, it's not that I'm doing for myself. I'm I'm allowed to raise money before davening. It's not like you're not allowed to go ahead and make a business deal before davening, but you're allowed to get tzedakah before davening. So I said to myself, it's perfect. Oh, my way to davening, let me leave a message for two or three people for the 40,000. I was ready to write with the WhatsApp. Perfect, beautiful. Then it hit me, Baruch Hashem. I got a shefa from last Rosh Hashanah. I must have gotten something from last Rosh Hashanah. Yom Kippur that helped me have this. I said, wait, 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 one second. Do you really believe that who's going to help me out? Is it going to be from Hashem or it's going to be from the people? Now, if you really believe that it's from Hashem, why do you need to text or what's up these people? Why don't you have a conversation with Hashem? So I davened Shmonesra, actually I think it was in Satmer, over there by, uh, you all know where Satmer is in the upstate, that Satmer that you know I'm talking about, and I'm davening there, and I literally, I'm not exaggerating, I told myself I'm not going to just do my regular, okay Hashem, Hashem please help me. I'm going to try and imagine, try and imagine, that just like I would reach out to this person to ask him to give me $40,000 or whatever amount of money I'm going to ask him to do, I'm going to have that same exact conversation with Hashem, which is, hi Hashem, I believe that you're the one who provides. I believe that you're the one who gives the money. And I believe that they are a shliach. But if I truly believe that in my heart, I am going to walk out of my Shemona Esrei with satisfaction that you're going to deliver and you're going to give me whatever it is that I need. Now, I'm not saying everyone now is going to go ahead and say, oh, pretty good deal, let's go ahead. But it is true. It is true according to your level, according to what you need. I don't know if I'd be able to do that with a million dollars, two million dollars, but according to my level, I felt I was able to do that. But why am I saying that? It was so clear that I'm repeating the story a few months later. It was so clear that my conversation with Hashem was as real as... It got, and I want to say something. Okay, the end of the story, blah, blah, blah. I'll say the end of the story, because everyone's probably curious what the end of the story is. You know the end of the story. Okay. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I got the money that day, Baruch Hashem, thank you, Hashem. But I want to say something for real. That wasn't what hit me about that day and the, the money. What hit me about the money, what hit me about that day, was that I'm talking to you about what hit me about that day. What hit me about that day is that, and that's why sometimes just Agav, parenthetically, Hashem gives us the challenges that He gives us. We get so upset. Myself, 
very included. We get so upset when things don't go our way. We get so upset when we have these challenges. And, and it's not the pshat they say that since I got the challenges, now I have to reach out to Hashem. Hashem gave you the challenge in order to reach out to Him and to have that conversation with Him. Like I've spoken to many of you here, and I'll ask you when you're struggling with something. Many times I'll ask you this. Did you speak to Hashem about it? Did you reach out to Hashem about it? Have you spoken to Hashem about it? Why? Because that is one of the pillars, one of the main foundations of being a Jew, is learning how to develop a relationship with Hashem. And it's something that you have to learn. What's my raya? You have to learn at Rav Simcha Because that's what the Pusik says. What does the Pusik say? From the Ramchal, I got this. Laman Yilmad. He's going to talk about it. It doesn't say Laman Yira Hashem. It doesn't say have Yira. He says learn to have Yira. Learn, not fear. We're not translating it as fear. We'll get to fear. Laman, I always say Yira is the letters Ri'ia. Laman, to see Hashem. Figure out ways how I could see Hashem. That's how a person begins his journey of having a relationship with Hashem. Shlaimi, you had something you wanted to say? Hit us hard, Shlaimi, hit us hard. So, uh, listening, uh, I'm, I'm very proud of Rebbe. Rebbe's been uh, complimenting himself. Like, Rebbe said, I'm proud of myself that I did this. And, and I know you spoke about this, Rebbe, you know, it's hard to compliment yourself. Yes, you know? very hard. So I'm, I'm working on it, thank you. I see, I see you doing this, so I'm going to do it by myself right now. Okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I read it somewhere yesterday, maybe living your mother. Beautiful. Thank you, Shlomo. Thank you. I want to thank you. I look forward to tonight because I, I don't sign off like that. But I like that. Usually I just fall asleep. I'm going to try and be conscious. Thank you, Shlomo, because of that. To really have that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. They say, just on what Shlomo says, they say, in Judaism, when does the day start? At night. So it's a good zag. Why? Because where does a person's day truly start? The night before. When you start off your day, your night, your day like that, it gives tremendous power to the morning. Yes. Subhu Rabbah at Sadiq, yes. I, I, mean, I have two points. I don't know if we're going to get to both of them. The first point is that um, I, I could be that I'm mistaken, but I think that if a person is doing what the Rabbah is talking about, not just this specific thing about talking to Hashem, but focusing on Yeras Aramimus, then it's, it's hard to imagine that this person is like not also aware of the Yerusha Onish. In other words, awareness means awareness like the awareness of greatness, and it also means awareness of, 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 of the power. So if a person is like actually working on Yerusha Onish, there's also going to be a level of Yerusha Onish that comes along with it. It's not like a stira that like, oh, Yerusha Onish doesn't mean Yerusha Onish, right. 
If I have what are you coming to? What are you coming to answer? That, you have that, a kasha. That, that, so you're you answering know, something. That, yeah, the, what are you the, answering? The rope feels like he has to like point out that like like this isn't your sign. This isn't uh, your no, because I'm trying to learn the Ramchal. Okay, so let's go to the second point. The second point is is that I don't think that um, it's possible for a person to like only, for example, like in working out, like he, people don't like working out their legs. I mean, for me, like it's like it's not the cool thing to do. But if you don't work out your legs, then you become like um, off balance. So, like, in the end of the day, like whether or not right now we're talking about your surayimus, it's not that your surayimus is a bad thing. It's not that like, oh, I'm making a mistake. Just because people make a mistake and call your your surayimus all the time doesn't mean that we can now make a mistake and call your your surayimus all the time. There are two individual. Right. So, so, so I'm a couple. What you're saying? I want to just speak out what Simcharab is saying. I want to say what 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 my point is. You don't have to teach people Yiras Onish as much as you have to teach people how to develop a relationship with Hashem. And I'll explain to you why I'm saying that. You don't have to teach any person in our yeshiva something called Yiras Onish. I'll tell you why. Because most Jews from our yeshiva who've come from a from Orthodox background were brought up hearing about Gehenim. They were brought up with guilt and shame and feeling that if I do something wrong, and you could ask your, your yeshiva, our yeshiva, if you ask anyone sitting in this room, whether they grew up in Lakewood, whether they grew up in Muncie, but especially the reason I was saying Lakewood is because Lakewood is a very, um, at least it was, I don't know what it is now, is a place where people grew up knowing that if you do right, you're going to be good. If you do wrong, you're going to get smacked. Whether they literally were smacked or not, it could be they were literally smacked. So we don't have to teach people about fear of God. I think they're over fear of God. But I think what we have to teach people, and it's not, there's a separate thing than the Ramchal. I'm not getting even involved with you in what the Mesil Zisharm is saying. That's a conversation we could have as Stam trying to understand what the Mesil Zisharm. I'm just reading from the Mesil Zisharm. I don't think I, you know, change anything with the Mesil Zisharm thing. I think what we need to develop more, us, what we need to develop more, right? Anxiety, Dr. Shimmy. Anxiety comes from anxiety. Right? Anxiety, anxiety comes from Yerusha Onish. That's where it comes from. Right, but that's, that, that's not bad. No, but I'm saying it's not, uh, uh, correct. It's not bad at all. It's great. It's a great thing. Right. But when you right. learn, but when you learn, right, but I'm saying, but when you learn to develop a relationship with Hashem, and you learn to have a conversation with Hashem, and you learn, that is harder than Yerusha Onish. That's all I'm saying. That's harder, and it's not natural. It's not as natural as I'm going to get punished. Yeah, is that good? For yeah, now. In other words, we're, we're emphasizing this because Correct. it's not emphasized enough. Correct. Well, because it's also harder. It's not right, right. Correct. Right. I'm not getting into the lumbus of it. Correct. Yes. Right. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm not. I'm not even right. Right. Beautiful. Well said. I, I mean, Reb Simcha Rabba brought it out, so we're talking about it. If, if, if without you bringing it out, I wouldn't even. I'm not, I'm not even sure why. But I guess we're talking. Said he pointed out that right. That's not, fear. It's not fear. Right. Correct. That's not. I don't think. 
I think that it's possible people might get the wrong idea that it's a negative thing to fear God. It's not a negative thing. Not to at fear all. God. Not at all. Correct. That's all. Correct. That's a, it's a beautiful I thing. Was, uh, was uh, scared of that when he said, like when he said, he may kick up, he may. When he said that this is the main part I know of what the Rav was. The Rav pointed out that this is not fair. That's what the Rav is pointing out that the Rav doesn't say it. So, so it's the Rav who's saying it, no? No. Okay, we're going to get it. I don't want to get into this now. Again, I know we'll talk about it afterwards. Hashem should help us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've, we've gone around this table before. Hashem, the bottom line is, the bottom line is, like I said, we all can relate to punishment and fear. The monster. God being a monster, God is going to get me. That's something everybody here can relate to. To develop that God is there for me, and Hashem loves me, and Hashem wants me to develop a relationship with Him, and I have to work to develop it, is the first pillar of being a Jew. Hashem should help this man, this entire, till we get till, till Erev Pesach over here, Mir Hashem, we have only a few months. It goes by quicker than you think it does. Hashem should help each and every one of us that this will be a zman of tremendous developing a relationship with yourself. Why am I saying that? We were just talking about Hashem. Because the only way to develop a relationship with Hashem, as the altar says, the reason I said the altar is because I'm not sure which altar it was, right? (laughs) But one of the altars said... And one of the altars said, and I've said this before, don't worry about figuring out Hashem and worrying about believing in yourself. Everybody's busy trying to figure out God and learning how to believe in myself. The altar says, no, it's the exact opposite. Believe in God and try and get to know yourself. What this man hopefully will help each and every one of us is to learn ourselves better. As Shlomi says, in this yeshiva we learn a blot of ourselves, and Hashem should help each and every one of us. Mayor, go. I'll, I'll pass the ball to you, Mayor. Um, two things. Uh, first of all, on that, I, th- I think also, uh, just because it's a fine line, uh, that the Katsker says like that people um, are um, that people uh, are like a love love. I have a hard time saying this because I'm feeling ready for the next thing. That people are, are are looking up there, wondering what's going on in the heavens. It would be much better if they looked in here and wondered what was going on with themselves. Exactly. Wow. Beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. It's true. Think, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And the second thing I figured out what boy boy said because it came to my head while you guys were talking about the you know the fear of punishment and this and that. I started feeling very woo in my chest and stomach and eyes. That that having such a pressure when I was like young and this and that, not from, I'm, I, I, I could do it now too. Baruch Hashem, I'm involved in the yeshiva where I no longer have to live that way. But I, from such a like fear of like, oh, my, I have to be the best and I have to be so good. And if I do one thing wrong, God's going to kill me. And 99 things that I do do. Um, I can't be happy about because I have to be humble and, and not getting that. I was like, you know what? I can't take this anymore. I'm dying over here. And I threw it all off. But it, it's scary in a way because God's going to smite me. But like, I can't take it anymore. So I, so I stopped doing it. And what's so awesome is that I did that. I went ahead and I did that. And, 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 I, and, and, and 
God never, never smote me, if that's how you say it in past that. God never smited me, not once. So, I'm not saying that, that therefore, that that's okay. There's a reason why I'm not right. doing that anymore. That's a whole nother thing, but it's just so beautiful to think right. that I did it, and I was dying. I couldn't. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And he loved me and stayed with me and kept me going. And, 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 and now I'm here. I'm in Eretz Yisrael. Beautiful. 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 You're all set. Have welcome Ellie. me back. Right? Beautiful. Beautiful. There's one thing you can say about how I'm like speaking to Hashem, having conversation with Hashem. How do people see Hashem as like the God of like the Jewish people and he's like up there in the sky? But like what changed my whole perspective on like Hashem is the fact that he's not just the God of the Jewish people, he's like my own Hashem. So he's like watching over me. You personally. Yeah. Right. Each, each person. Each person as a taken care of and right. beautiful it's beautiful like control tower but over each plane right just, beautiful like, it's a personal relationship yeah, yeah. Right beautiful he's like, he's right beautiful that's similar to what Mayor saying beautiful beautiful yeah Shlomo beautiful thank you Ellie one thing about, I thought about what Rob was saying welcome Shlomo healthy yeah right welcome Shlomo welcome Shlomo Right, consequences. Very good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well said. Well said. Okay. Thank you, Shlomo Zalman. Hashem should help us all. We should all be Zoha, as we said, to learn to know ourselves, to learn to believe in Hashem. And we should all be Zoha to come to learn Chavetz Chaim, to come to learn Mesil Yesharim, and that this Zman will be a Zman where we're able to smash our rearview mirrors, we're able to move forward, and we're able to remember that today is the only day that we have, and to live today as the first day of the rest of our life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you. Concerning talking one-on-one. One-on-one? That's what it is.